welcome to Backstreet's Back podcast. I'm Taylor. I'm Jacob. And we are here to talk about the DNA concert review. It's actually been like over a month, right? Yeah. It's been a good solid month. And their North American leg has ended, so... So now where are they? They're going to go to South America and Australia. What's tonight? Anything? No, I think they're back now for a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So then South America and Australia after Mm -hmm. that. Asia. And where have they been? The United States... Europe. Nope. Europe. Yeah. Oh no no no. They're going to uh they're going to Japan, Asia next, then months from now, South America. And then they're gonna do another leg of their tour, North American Europe, is what people have been saying. Mm-hmm. I got a question. Yeah. I think you've answered it and I think the answer is yes. These are two concert based questions. Mm. But um do they ever sing songs? from the albums when uh, Kevin wasn't there? Yeah, they sing Undone. And what does Kevin do? He sings it, the chorus. He sings, he doesn't have a solo part in it. Yeah. Listeners, um, uh, it's really humid in Jacob's apartment right now, and you know what he's using? The Backstreet Boy fan. Yeah. <laughs> he's fanning himself with the Backstreet Boy's DNA fan from the VIP merch. Yep. Good stuff. Yep. So the Backstreet Boys fan is keeping their fans cool. <laughs> there you go. So this was... Um, oh, wait. Yes. But I have another second, question. Oh, yeah. Second question. Uh, when they toured and Kevin wasn't in uh, the Backstreet Boys, did they ever do that? Yeah. Um, what happened during Kevin's parts? Oh, I'm sure somebody else sang it. I don't know who. Like some child from the audience they just got up on stage. <laughs> a volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be nice, but I don't think that happened. Yeah. Yeah. The only time I saw them uh, when they uh, toured without Kevin was when they did that uh, New Kids on the Block tour, the NKO TBSB tour, and Kevin wasn't on that tour, and... Um, but I don't remember if I don't think they sang any songs that he was in solo wise, or I can't remember who replaced him. So I don't know. But it was not a child from the stage that I know. Yes. No child from the audience. Child from the audience. Yes. <laughs> child from the stage. It was Bailey from behind the scenes. Oh, that would have made sense. Missed opportunity. Mm. Um. So should we start? Before, should we start of leading up to the concert? Do you want to get into the concert? Like, where do you want to begin? Where do you want to go? So, okay. So, we bought these tickets back in November. Not sure if this podcast was still going to happen. But with the expectation, it would still happen. And we had to have to go. We had, we had episodes out. No, no, no. But with the expectation that by the time we went to the concert. Oh, yeah. Yes. That this was going to keep on going yeah. uh so there was that i was a little bit of i you know what if i could just have full disclosure because i have not fully caught up with you on this i am kind of out of it right now because um there has been a twitter debacle and all the stuff with like aaron carter and nick going on right now oh should we talk about that right now real yeah quick? let's, let's, let's so talk, get out of your system yeah let's get out of my system yeah and then you won't have to be like uh, out of it 
but you don't I do have to need be coffee. Yeah. Um. So this whole past week, uh, it's the whole Aaron Carter craziness has escalated to a whole new high. And it all started last week when... Um, it was their single, right? No, 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 no. No? No, it's it past that? this. It's after this, after this. Um, so Aaron put... Um, oh, I don't need any air. You don't need to stand me. Um, Aaron had put that girl, Melissa Schumann, that accused Nick of rape on his Instagram live feed. Mm. And so they had a full hour where he put her on his Instagram feed and he just went into a full on like manic episode where supposedly there was the police that came to the door. At this point, Eric, Eric, uh, Aaron has, uh, three guns, like automatic guns at his, at his house. He showed them off. You can Google this and YouTube it, by the way, there's a, it's out there. And so while he has this, it starts with him being on the phone with her. We don't know who this person is until he includes her in the chat. It's her. She, like, they talk a little bit about Nick, but then he's really, like, getting into, like, people attacking him. He referred to himself as a gladiator. He showed off the guns on the Instagram live. And basically, and I am paraphrasing here because, like, I just, all of it's just too much. Where he was basically saying that, like, if you will come for, if you come for me, I will kill you, is basically what he says, or I'll kill those who like come for me. And she's sitting here, like, just listening to him go off. It's really disturbing to watch. I mean, I recommend it so you kind of have all your facts, but it is so disturbing because he's very mentally unstable. She's sitting, you can see she's just, you know, listening to him, not really having any type of reaction, just like going along with it. And he just like is not in a good place. So then um, the next day, the restraint, uh, Nick files a restraining order against Aaron and says that he does not feel safe. Um, him and his sister, Angel, file a restraining order on Aaron saying that they don't feel safe, that I guess his sister Angel also had a conversation with Aaron where he talked about killing babies and killing Lauren, um, which then seeing this video alongside with that conversation led to some really crazy stuff. So now the restraining orders happened, and now there's this huge, the last like several days, has been this huge division between these Aaron fans and these Backstreet Boy fans because now Aaron is saying that there's all these other women that he's going to expose um, that were assaulted by Nick and that Nick raped. Now, to be fair, no other woman other than Melissa joining this chat um, has come out from social media. The only woman that came out was the girl that Lori and I had talked about in the interview, that Key West girl that he had sex with and she was underage but that was already like dealt with and that was like decades ago so that is the only person that comes out but there's these reports of multiple women that are going to be exposed that has yet to happen um but he is like having more and more manic episodes and um he's constantly like on instagram live 
And then he put another thing out of like, oh, well, I hear the Backstreet Boys are going to be needing a blonde replacement soon. So people are interpreting that to mean that he obviously like wants to like get rid of Nick. A lot of people think that means violently. A lot of people think it means like just trying to ruin his career. Um, but either way, it's gotten so bad that um, people are reporting him to the FBI. People are reporting him to the police. Uh, and it's been a constant Twitter shit show for the last few days, myself included. I have been very irate about this. Because honestly, like, it's not just because of the Backstreet Boy thing, but it's like a gun control thing. Like, we, like, I'm, we talk about all these, like, school shootings that happen, all these violent acts. And you see someone who's clearly mentally not well on Instagram that has three automatic weapons for what reason. And if somebody gets shot, it just doesn't make sense to me, like, why this is going on right now. It's really angering. And it's just troubling that this is, I just don't even understand it. So it's really, it's taken a, a really big turn these couple days. So that's what's been going on in the social media world. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I don't know, like, why, to me, it just, I know not everybody sees things, like, we don't all agree on the same thing, but it just is disturbing to me that it seems like there's obviously an individual who's mentally not well, and, like, nobody wants to do anything about it. And I don't mean, like, jail, I just mean, like, some kind of help, like, it's just a, really a cry for help, and it's really sad to watch it, like, play out this way to the fact that it's, like, a domino effect for, like, everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but now I've, I've unpacked that. It's off. Said my, I said what I said on to better things to talk about, which is their concert. Cool. <laughs> yes. Um, but I hope that, however, this all, like, is escalated right now. I hope that there's some peaceful resolution very, very soon. So, we'll see. So, about a, a week before the concert was going to start, I had finally confirmed that my niece Isabel was going to join us, which was very exciting. And um, it was her first full-on Backstreet Boy concert, your first, first full-on Backstreet Boy concert. Definitely not my first full-on Backstreet Boys concert. How many have you been to? I lost count. I think it's 21. I think it's my last, yeah. Yeah. Been to 21 shows. Not DNA shows, but like all lifetime concerts. And that, that includes, like, concerts, like, on the cruise, you ever said, you Jingle ever Ball. Jingle Ball? Yeah, when they go to the, they do the Jingle Ball shows. <laughs> okay, calm down. <laughs> jingle Ball. <laughs> uh, have you ever done it where you've seen the same tour more than once? Mm-hmm. I've seen um, In a World Like This twice. Is that the one with Kevin? Yes, where Kevin's back. Oh, yeah. Kevin's uh, back. I've seen Black and Blue twice. When Kevin came back, did they do, the, instead of saying back, when they first... Like Backstreet's Back? Did they say Kevin's back? Already? No, they should have. Missed opportunity. 
missed that opportunity. Yeah. Uh, I know. Why? Why would they do that? That sounds so good and cheesy. <laughs> but at least that makes more sense. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but uh, that I've seen Black and Blue twice. I've seen uh, Millennium? Into the Millennium, I think I've seen twice. It was so, called Into the Millennium? Into the Millennium, yeah. It was good. Where they had the surfboards coming into the crowd and stuff like that, or onto the stage. Um, I wish I would have seen DNA more than once, but I'm so poor. So poor. But if they do come back, if they really do another uh, North American leg of this next year, I will go again. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think it's like 21 times I've seen them. No regrets. Um, in Vegas, I only did once. A lot of people have gone to Vegas for multiple shows. I've only done it one time. Yeah. But I know fans like that have traveled. Well, Kat, for example, has traveled all around the U.S. and gone to several shows. Yeah. I know lots of fans who go to like more than one show. So. I got a question. Does the set list change between shows or is it always the same? No, it's always the same. Yeah. I know um, my friend Lily, who now lives in North Carolina, uh, she followed this band against me around. Oh, okay. Um, and, but their shows, they don't play all the same set. Oh. They change it up. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's never the same show. Well, that's they, cool. They just play songs however they feel like, I think. Yeah. I know... Um, in the cruise, Nick was talking about wanting one of the cruises, the one I went to, the European one. He was talking about how he wanted to do like different songs for each show, so it's like everybody had a different experience. But I could see that, like, because of all the choreography and, and like all of the attention to detail put in, that that would be hard to do. Yeah, I guess that's but it's if, different when it's just instruments and when it's full on choreography. Yeah. Involved. Yeah. And, like, costume changes and, you know, set design and all that stuff. Yeah. But that was an idea of his. What is the name of Backstreet Boys fans again? Uh, is there a specific name? Backstreet Boy Army. Backstreet Boy Army? Like BSB Army. I think I was saying BS Buddies. <laughs> you were. You did say that. I hope that catches on. <laughs> we'll see. BS Buddies. Yeah, BS Buddies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Backstreet Buddies. Um, yeah, I was gonna say like a, so a week before their concert, I had bought the VIP passes, but I didn't. I didn't get the meet and greet because usually there's an upgrade, and I was already broke as it was getting the three VIP passes. I'm like, okay, I'll just get an upgrade uh, when the time comes. So then they do the upgrades, and Chicago wasn't one of them, along with a few other cities, and I was so pissed. Mm. Not even for me, but for Isabel, so she could meet them, because she only met Nick, but she didn't meet all of them, right? Um, and her favorite was AJ. Now it's Kevin. Teenage girls. What can you do? When was that switch? Uh, after the concert. Why was the switch? I think because she like because she 
No comment. <laughs> I can't answer that one. Yeah. Um, man, Nick is the coolest of them. <laughs> I really like Nick. Nick. I kind of wish I wish we had just a side Nick show. We did three parts of Nick. I know. But did I, you not want it? Is that not enough for you? But I still want to keep talking about it <laughs> uh, because you made one of my favorite albums of all time, American. Do <laughs> <laughs> you still listen to it? Um, I was thinking about listening to it last night, but instead I listened to Cocktoo Twins instead. I'm sorry. Yeah. sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, and you made your favorite movie, Dead 7, which you did ask me to bring over here for you to watch again. That's true. <laughs> and... I love how, when we started this... Oh, but the show is great. House of Cards. Oh my god. I love it. <laughs> um... It's great. Yeah. I told you that it was a shit show. I, I told you. You did. I did. I warned you. I warned you well. Um, If only when we we started this, we should have placed bets on who your favorite was going to end up being. Yeah. Because I did not think it was going to be Nick. I mean, it was Howie. You were very much into Howie for so long. Yeah. And now Nick has won your heart over. Yeah, Nick is the best. <laughs> Oh, I see. <laughs> um, so now, now that I knew, I know that I can't get these backstage passes. I have to like apologize in advance for everybody that I became a psycho with asking to like get backstage passes for. I like definitely was like, okay, can you just have my niece stand with you in line and take a picture with you? Can I swap your ticket since you've already met them? Can I, <laughs> can I just, you know, find out where, where they're staying at and just hang out there? Like, what can we do? I got really desperate in the last couple days and I apologize in advance to anybody that I've bombarded and was a psychopath to because I really went a whole nother level of crazy to get some backstage passes for people I have already met several, several times. But it was for Isabel. It wasn't for me. I really was not, I, I didn't care if I met them again. I wanted her to meet them, but it didn't happen, but we tried. So we get, okay, so now let's talk about day of concert, right? So it's you and me and a uh, cat from Backstreet Boy Means has flown in to stay at my house for the weekend. So it's um, us in the car. We pick up Isabel. She picks up her own uh, outfit because she is, you know, obviously like excited and wants to look her best. So we get in the car and um, we're also uh, trying to dry out my Backstreet Boys podcast shirt because it didn't dry quick enough and mm. I wanted to wear it. And smell. It did not smell. Didn't it smell? No, it, it wasn't because it smelled. It didn't dry quickly before we had to run out the door. So I had to have you hold it outside the car window so it would dry quicker by the time we got to the United Center. But it had a stain on it, right? Oh, that's, yes. So that's what happened. It, I, I gave it to Natalie. I gave her the shirt. And then she said, yeah, you could wear my shirt. And then I pick up the shirt and it has these yellow stains on them. I don't even know what they are. I was like, well, obviously, I don't want to wear the shirt with yellow stains. A little heads up would have been nice. Yeah. So then I had to wash the shirt, bleach the shirt, 
bleach it properly, wash it again, dry it again, and then I got the stains out, but then I couldn't get it dry all the way, so then we were on a mission to have this shirt dry by the time we got to the United Center. So Kat's holding the shirt out the window, air drying. You were, well, oh. you were going to... By the way, listeners, if you're looking for something for your cats to pee on, <laughs> check out our store. we got some great merch. <laughs> right? We do have a store that no one has bought our merchandise for, but it's there. Yes. Well, we've bought our merchandise. I love our merchandise. It's awesome. It really is. Like, we have that coffee mug. We have the little canteen. What did you do with the canteen, by the way? Did you break it? I haven't seen it in a very long time. I still have it. You still have it? Yeah, but it's not canteen season. Oh, that's right. It's still... Once it gets cold, I'll probably start putting tea in it. Oh, okay. Okay. So then we have our tote bag. Then we have the shirt. It looks like the t-ball shirt. Yeah, um, cool. I like I like our merchandise. It's really cool because it's really just the awesome design you did plastered on some other cool things. And Molly, shout out to Molly, our coworker, uh, drinks out of the Backstreet Boys podcast coffee mug every day. She does. I saw it at work. See? Yeah. It's true. She does. So that was cool. Um, so now we're taking the podcast shirt air drying it out the car um in case everybody's wondering it did dry by the time we got to the venue so that was a good win in case you weren't wondering and now you know now you know whether you like it or not (laughs) it dried it dried um so now we're able to to like switch it and um a thought came upon me that i'm sure has not been thought about before um was Okay, how do um, how do we find a way to go backstage? So we're at the table where we check in, and they're giving us wristbands. And I was like, oh, um, if I had a, um, I asked the guy, I was like, if I have a meet and greet, are those like different passes from like the regular VIP? And he's like, no, I think they're all the same one. And I was like, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, cool. Just wondering. Yeah. And then we get we go inside of the guy's like, oh, are you here for the meet and greet? And with a straight face, I'm like, yes, I am. I am here for the meet and greet. And Isabel like looked at me, but she didn't say anything. And well, so she knew that you didn't have them. Yeah, she. But I was under the impression that you did have <laughs> for you and Isabel. Not for me, okay. but for you and Isabel. Yeah. And then, okay, keep going. So, okay, so right before... But so, so I'll preface me, by I'm, saying, like, I'm like, yeah, she does have <laughs> Good, that's, right. that's all part of the plan. Cause bef- but before that, I told her, because I, will, I often surprise her all the time, and I'll tell her, I, so when we're walking up, I'm like, listen, I was like, I just want you to know, I swear I don't have backstage passes for us, I don't. I really, really tried to get them. I just don't want you to feel disappointed because I know I surprise you all the time. This is definitely not one of those. And she's like, no, it's totally fine. I get it. I understand. Don't worry about it. And uh, she's like, I'm so happy to be here. Like, this is great. You know, all those things. So then, as I said, yeah, we do have Matt backstage. She looked at me so confused but, like, didn't say anything. And so then we go inside, and the guy's like, uh, oh, are you here for me and greet? And I'm like, yes, we are. <laughs> and then just keep on walking. And this guy's like, oh, they're here for me and greet. I'm like, that's right. Continue to let us through. <laughs> so 
So then we get to the inside where they're serving all the orders and appetizers. And this guy tells the one security guard, oh, they're here for the meet and greet. And she's like, no, they're not. And I said, yes, we are. And she's like, no, your tickets, something about like our ticket was white or whatever that was. And you want to say it or? I think it was the wristbands. Well, yeah, because she's she's like, oh, but she said the ticket, right? And she's like, oh, that's not the right ticket. I was like, yes, it is. And then she's like, no, it's not. And I'm like, yes, it is. And I was like, how long can we do this for until she caves? Which actually, I think she was BSing because the tickets looked the same. Yeah, I know it was the wristbands. So that's why I should have been like, but I was like, we all have the same ticket. What are you talking about? But then a part of me was like, I could keep fighting this and then we all get thrown out. Or I could just see how far I could take this until I just admit defeat. And then I just admitted defeat. And then I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then in my head, I was like, wait, what? Why didn't Taylor get mad? <laughs> I know. She has the passes. Why isn't she getting mad? They're not letting her. And then you told me, oh, yeah, we didn't have them. And I was like, oh. And then we taught us about what gaslighting was. Yeah. And then she's like, were you trying to sneak us in here? And I was like, yes, I was. And then I was like, it was it you or me that was like, who are like, and this is what we call gaslighting. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, what's gaslighting? And then that's when you were like, when you were saying that how you're sick or like, what was the example you used? Um, I can't remember. I know, but it was funny. Anyway, so I was like, well, we taught, we taught you how to try to sneak in, even though it didn't work well, and gaslighting. So go back to your mom with those things. I'm sure she'll be excited. Although... I did, okay, my sleuth skills did pan off one point in time successfully, thank you very much, and it was back in the black and blue days, I had two tickets for 10th row, and obviously I was a teen, what was I, 18, I think it was 18, so I have two tickets for black and blue, me and my friend in the 10th row, then my other two friends were like way back in the garden seats, so I took it upon myself to say, I'm going to get us all up here. So I went, me and my friend, uh, so me and Jamie went up to 10th row. I took her ticket and I said, give me your ticket. I'll be right back. She said, okay. She gives me her ticket. I go and grab my friend Holly and then bring her up, give her Jamie's ticket. Then I said, Holly, give me that ticket. I'm going to go get Fallon and I'll be right back. So I did that. And then all four of us somehow made it onto the 10th row without anybody catching on to our or whatever plan. So that is one time I successfully did that. Although I feel like that has probably happened a few times that they've caught on to since then, sure. and I couldn't do that anymore because of the wristbands. Yeah. That was probably back when they were starting out in cafes and nobody really cared, right? And they were underground. <laughs> no. What? No, they were in this <laughs> black and blue. You know that. <laughs> it was at Tinley Park. But it was also like probably now with technology and everything, there's no way, there's no way I could do that now. So you know, it worked twenty years ago. It did not work this time. 
And but we didn't get thrown out, so that's a plus. <laughs> so now, okay, so now we're going up to the to the show. Uh, so you, we decided. <laughs> This is where it all went downhill from you from here. Because <laughs> we were like, okay, so we get two free, everybody gets two free drink tickets. I had a glass of wine. Isabel had her Sprite and you had your drink. And so we're like, okay, well, we don't, we could stay down here and hang out. But because we're in the pit area and it's general admission, and I don't know how big or small the pit is, I, I really want to like secure some good seats, right? So Isabel and I are like, do you want, I told her, do you want to stay down here? Do you want to go up and check out the pit? She's like, no, let's like get a good spot in the pit. I'm like, see, you're already catching on quick. So we go up there and before we do, we're like, okay, Jacob, we'll give you our drink tickets because we are going to leave, you know? So we go upstairs, we secure our spot and <laughs> you like take a while to show up. So... Now the show is about to, it's like a half an hour before Bailey starts. And yeah, it's a half an hour before Bailey starts. And then you show up and you're already wasted. Um, How did we get here? But the show didn't start because Bailey was playing. The show starts after Bailey. That's when the real show starts. I mean, the real show does start after him, yes. But, like, before anybody starts, you're the half an hour before anybody started. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so tell me in between, while we were gone, tell me what, what you were up to. <laughs> well, I had, like, six, no, one, two, three, four, I think I had, like, five drink tickets. Mm-hmm. How did you end up with five? I know. <laughs> did you steal people's drink tickets? No, someone gave them to me. Besides Isabel and I? You saw Ruby. Did Ruby and her friend give you drink tickets? No, I think they gave me the drinks. Oh my god! <laughs> um, but also... While he's down there, there's a little wall. There's a wall with windows. Yeah. Um, on the side of the bar, and I actually got to see the Backstreet Boys walk by. I wait. Was that really them, or was it not them? Well, at first it was a guy that I thought was AJ. Okay. But then it was just a guy. Oh wait, what did they say? You said you saw the Backstreet Boys walk by. I, right. The first I, guy that walked by. The first person I thought was AJ, but it was just a guy that looked like AJ. Yeah. Um. But then, <laughs> but then they really did walk by, <laughs> and it was crazy because there were all these women, like, pushing, like, trying to, like, see them. Yeah. And, like, you know, crawling over each other to see through the windows. Yeah. Um, sounds right. And we... It was funny. And then I was the only person sitting. <laughs> <laughs> sounds right. I, we met, uh, so one of our listeners, uh... She does, she follows our podcast, and we met at the concert. Uh, she was with her daughter, and uh, she was at, by the same window that you were at, and the daughter was like, I, she thought that she was going to flip out, and it was her mom that was like, oh my god, Mom, Mom, Meg, or like, 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 pounding against the windows, and I was like, 
that is exactly how I want to be at her age. I don't want, I want to keep on keeping on right there. I love it. <laughs> but they were delightful. I was yeah. just, yeah, they were so fun. Uh, and they were, yeah, next to us the whole time in the pit area. So now we're up here. And <laughs> so for most Backstreet Boys fans, you, we all like have people that we just meet and become friends with. But all within a half an hour, you, like, made your first enemy. <laughs> I sure did. Please share your story. Um, you know, we don't really have time for that. <laughs> but what I will say is that, what I will say is that I did have more than I should have <laughs> drink. And, um, yeah, there was... Some things that kind of set me off in the middle. I mean, it was pretty tame by my standards. Yes. Um, I've gotten really mad, and it probably has happened less than ten times in my life. Like seriously, man, because usually I'm just like a. You're pretty docile. Yeah, but when I've gotten mad, uh, don't know, because <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm mad about it. Yeah. And mean about it. <laughs> but uh, but I just had to get out of there because I couldn't be by that person because they just made me want to get even more wild than I already felt like inside. I see. So it's yeah. unfortunate. I'm sorry that happened. Um, uh, yeah, but it makes for a funny story now because it was like a 60-year-old woman and you like butting heads and I was like, what are the odds that this was going to happen at the concert? Yeah. So now I find it funny. At the time, it was not so funny. <laughs> now, very funny. Yeah. Yes. Um, one thing that was funny was when I did come back, I went too far. <laughs> and I told you this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So wait. So when did you leave at... Okay, so what? I know that you stayed for Bailey... And then you had left after a couple of the Backstreet Boys songs. So when, uh, do you remember what song you had like departed from? No. What I do know is that <laughs> I went out and I went to that concession area, which nobody was there because everybody was in there. Mm -hmm. But when I did hear a song, I would come back and then just stand there because I couldn't go down there and be next to that person because I was just so mad. Yeah. But I stood there and then I would come down and then I would go back outside and then I heard a song. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I come back. So... But it is a blur because I was pretty wasted. Um, but at one point, I was like, oh, okay, I think I'm ready to go back. I'm just going to avoid that woman. Yeah. Or grandma or whatever. <laughs> or nice lady. <laughs> nice lady at concert. Yeah, so then you're going back. She kind of she kinda got into our business with me being a butthead with you. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and then she was like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. She was also drunk too, though. So oh, was she? <laughs> she was very drunk. She had lots of red wine. Oh, I thought she was <laughs> sober. No. no, she was so drunk. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. I wish you had told me that. I thought that seemed pretty clear. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, she was so drunk. Oh, wow. <laughs> Um, anyway, <laughs> I was just, funny. all I know that, all I know is that when you two were like having an awkward moment, 
me and Isabel were like, we're going to turn around and look at this stage because I don't want to get involved in this weirdness. Yeah. It got too weird too quick. Yeah. Um. Uh, but at one point when I was like, all right, I'm ready to go back. Mm-hmm. I had walked too far from where the entrance was to go down into mm-hmm. the area, which was really right. We were right. You know, you could probably reach out and like grab them if they were close to the stage. Oh, wow. Or close to the edge. No, wow. we were. Oh, we yeah, were. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were saying like where you That's how close to. we were. Yes, we were so close. We were at the left pit, and yes, we were super close. It was amazing. So that's how far up front. But I went past that, and then I went all the way to the back. Um, and not the back where like the fans were, but past that where mm-hmm. like nobody should be. <laughs> <laughs> but there were like some like security people. But I walked through, <laughs> and like I looked at some, some guy, and the guy was like, I think I like maybe gave him a thumbs up or I was like, hey, or something. <laughs> and then I realized that it was completely dark because it was behind the stage and there was nothing. And then I stood there and I had to, I had thought of for a while, maybe like three minutes. I thought that I stumble onto something and I think I was like, okay, am I able to get anywhere significant in the point place where I'm at right now? Yeah. No, because I think I'd have to, like, climb over something and I would make a scene. <laughs> but then I was like, okay, but if I turn around and they realize that I'm not supposed to be there before I get out, am I going to be in big trouble? <laughs> oh, no. So then I was kind of, like, frozen. I was like, <laughs> well, I can't make progress, but also I can't go back. <laughs> So I guess I'm just going to live here. <laughs> Tell my family I love them. <laughs> but eventually I just turned around and walked back out. <laughs> and also because it's like you're a guy, so they just think you're security or something. Yeah, I had the lanyard. and Yeah, like, you don't look like a fan, so they're all like... I was, I was also wearing my stupid, uh, it was a black t-shirt uh, with a green... Grim Reaper riding a motorcycle. So I just looked like some ta- like trashy like sound guy or like <laughs> equipment mover. Yeah. Type turd. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. So like, they're, they, no one's gonna be like, yeah, this guy's totally trying to meet them. Yeah. And then I thought you were like, I knew you were gone for a while because then it's supposed like. Did Jacob leave us? I'm like, I don't, I don't know what happened to Jacob. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also took a bunch of videos of just like, there was one point when I, and then when I, I think I went back and then I went too far back. Mm-hmm. So then I was at the end of like, far back. Whatever. Yeah. I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> You've gone too far. Yeah. But so then I just walked forward. But then as they were, as they were playing, like everybody was getting crazy. And I think I took some, concert or some video footage mm-hmm. of just everybody like standing in their seats and being happy and I was like oh I love this Aww. Uh, so it's tight <laughs> <laughs> and I do have videos of well I don't know did you want to go over every song I don't want to go no I don't want to go over every song but I'll definitely go over the highlights of okay. the, the thing you can do that and I can chime in yeah so well we'll start with Bailey so it was really cute because like Bailey comes out <laughs> <laughs> We can do a separate episode called the Bailey T-shirt. No, I'm just no, we'll do it now. Uh, Fine. Yeah. No, I won't. T- I won't talk about it too long. But 
There was before he comes out. There's a um, a snippet with all the boys giving him advice on what to do, but they're also like mocking themselves as well. Where like Kevin does like the praying, like the bow, like he's praying, like always look like you're gracious. And then Nick's like your hair. You want to like do your hair like a little swoop like this. And then have and then how he's like winking his eye. And then oh, yes, yeah, he was doing the wink the whole time. Is that a thing that Harry does? He winks a lot, yeah. That's his thing. And then AJ was like talking about like tattoos, like girls love tattoos, like the whole bad boy thing. And oh my god. And then Brian was like giving him like overall like really good advice. And it, it was really sweet and then and funny. And then uh Bailey comes out and I mean he looks just like Brian. I mean, obviously it's the sun, but he's like totally a Spain image. I don't think like vocally they, they sound exactly alike. But I thought he had, like, um... Chops? He had good chops, yeah. I thought, what I thought he could, I mean, he's, like, brand new to all of this, but I thought where he was lacking was, like, just, like, owning that stage presence. But, like, there's never a... To me, I, I have yet to find, like, an opening act that, like, really just steals the show. Like, the only time I saw a, like, solid, solid opening act was when uh Nicki Minaj opened up for Britney Spears mm. about uh and it was her femme fatale tour and I mean it's Nicki Minaj like she fucking killed it she was great and she had like that big presence even then you know so like that was oh man I would probably say the only time I've really seen an opening act just be that good where it was like on par with like the main line the main act you know but I think, like, you know, Vocally was good. He, like, walked around, like, didn't really engage with the audience as much. So, like, that would be, like, my recommendation. But I think for, like, an opening act, like, very, very new and 16 years old, it was, you know, it was really, really good. Mm. Yeah. What did you think of Bailey? Um, you know, that type of music just isn't my thing. It, yeah. Um, there's only, like, a few exceptions. That I like a country. Yeah. The country. Unless it's like outlaw country. But. I don't know. There's just something about it. I do like that Florida Georgia Line song though. I will admit. Which one? The cruise. Oh yeah. I like. Well Florida Georgia Line. It does a really good job of like mixing their stuff with other artists. Like they did that with Nelly. Yeah. And I saw their concert a couple years ago. Uh, one of the 21 times I've seen the Backstreet Boys of when they did that stadium tour with the Backstreet Boys, they did Nelly and Chris Lane and oh somebody else I'm already forgetting. But um, that was fun to watch, like all the different acts and stuff like that. But they had they take country and kind of dabble in that, so yeah. I could see why you would. That would be um, your exception. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other stuff along that those lines that I like. My sister really likes country. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. I just need something that's fast. And, well, it doesn't always need to be fast, but. Yeah. I guess if it's going to be country, it can't be polished. It can't sound polished. Yeah. It has to be, yeah. Okay. Like AJ's country album? Well, I haven't listened to that. We should listen to it because we did not do a we didn't do an AJ solo music album. I feel like we really we really let him down with that one. Maybe our next episode, 
after we do whatever episode comes after this. <laughs> Could be AJ's solo one. How many does he have? Uh, I think three or four. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, that'll yeah. be an episode. Uh-huh. So. Oh, yeah. How many does Hallie have? Two. Okay. We can still do an episode of that once. He has a new album out, too. I have not heard it at all. Actually, we'll talk about it after. Okay. Um... But Bailey Latrell got chops, kid. He does. He does. And, you know, I mean, that is playing to, like, opening up for, A, opening up for the Banshee Boys, and B, uh, uh, playing to a crowd that size, which is probably his first time, right? Uh, oh, yeah, in this tour, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, that is big. Isabel um, is 14, and he's 16, so obviously she thought he was very cute. So, yeah. He didn't go over to Europe. No, he didn't do Europe. I don't know who opened up for them in Europe. Actually, I should probably look look that up. But he, he only opened up for the U.S. leg. I don't think he's doing... He's only doing U.S. I don't think he's opening up in the other countries. Um, now let's go on to the show. Uh, okay, so they, I don't even know where to begin. It was the, I'm just gonna say it was the best concert of theirs they've ever, ever, ever had out of all the shows I've seen. It was fantastic. I really mean that. I don't say that every show, but um, it's definitely my favorite, and I'll say my top five things that I love the most about about what I loved. Um, so number one, I don't know if you noticed, there was zero backup dancers. All the choreography yep. they did their, themselves. Yeah. No backup dancers. Right. And they usually have backup dancers. They have backup dancers for their Vegas show. And, oh, I don't know. I don't think they had any for In a World Like This, but it also wasn't as heavily choreographed as this one. You know what? I don't even know if I even considered them having backup dancers. I think I always just assumed that it would just be them. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even... Well, in Vegas, they had they had dancers. So I, I didn't even but realize... The, that's kind of like a different type of show than like a regular. Sure, right. I get, but they've had backup dancers for other for other concerts and other tours for sure. Into the Millennium, Black and Blue, they definitely had backup dancers. Um, yeah, I think like this one, I thought, I guess I just assumed they would because it was such a big show. Um, but Isabel was the one that pointed out like they did all the dancing all by themselves, mm-hmm. and that was pretty cool. I was like, oh yeah, they really they carried the entire show with just the five of them, and it was. Unbelievable. Yeah. So I think that's that's my number one. Number two was vocals were just like ridiculous. Sorry, I'm making a face no one can see right now. But they did, they had the show for two hours. And I mean, it's a little less than two hours, but a full two hours. And they had, um, did the vocals for everything. They had a really smart idea of having some of the songs be solo songs that the guys did to like kind of give everybody a break. Mm-hmm. And um, while I knew that Brian hasn't been his vocally best in the past couple of years, I felt like I didn't hear him like crack or not be on point for this tour. So I thought I could tell he wasn't as strong as he used to be, 
but I didn't feel like it was like, oh god, he's like really weighing the show down. So I didn't, I didn't get that at all. Yeah. What did you think of their vocals? Like seeing it live after like, I, I definitely have so many stuff I want to unpack with you because it's your first show. Seeing it live, I didn't think it hit me until the very end when they were doing larger than life. Well, do you want me to save that comment till the end? No, no, go ahead, go ahead. But, and uh, when they jumped down into the... The pit area? Whatever that area is called between where it's like the little like cage that stops you, and then there's the stage. Yeah. And then it's just, you know, there. Yeah. Um, I was like, wow, this these guys are the real deal. <laughs> and also it was like, I think maybe... Also, I was like, wow, I saw, you know, an extremely iconic band, you know. Yeah. I mean, I've seen, I guess this is the most iconic band I've ever seen. Well, I saw the Beastie Boys twice. Oh, that's cool. Actually. Yeah. Uh, actually, that was, it was like one day and then the next day. And that was cool because it was the first night it was like a small i think it was at somewhere in uh uptown mm-hmm. is there riviera oh yeah yeah riviera's yeah. in, in uh, it's ballroom. right around the uh, for the aragon ballroom or maybe it's the aragon yeah they're like right uh, like on the same block uh but they played all the, all the songs that they did they also played instruments nice so like all of their like instrumental and like their punk hardcore songs and even their rap songs, mm-hmm. they're all playing instruments during it. Nice. Um, that would have been a really fun show to see. And then, and then the day after they played the Charter One Pavilion, mm-hmm. and that was just like a regular BC Boy show. They still play instruments during that. Yeah. But you know, for the rap songs, they usually are like moving around. Yeah. Cool. Have you ever seen their live DVD? No. I'll let you borrow it. It's insane. Okay. Yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah. All right. But yeah, but uh, Backstreet Boys, for sure, probably the most iconic band I've ever seen. Wow. So that was something special, so thank you for that. Aw, you're welcome. Did it surpass your expectations? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What did you, uh, what did you love the most about it? Um, I think I may even almost have cried when they had the... The jerseys on. Really? Yeah. Because ah. it was like, because we were also in, uh, it was at the uh, United Center, mm-hmm. um, which is where the Bulls play. And the Blackhawks, yeah. And the Blackhawks. Yeah. So, and the, so they were wearing those jerseys. But also, the colors for those teams are also the colors for this album. Oh, that's right! Black, red, and white. That's right! So it was, it's almost like it was meant to be. Yeah, they love Chicago too. They love the Bulls and the Blackhawks and Chicago, so that was fun. When to I see that. when we first got there, and I think you and Isabel were, I think we were like changing mm-hmm. into your gear. Uh, <laughs> um, I was waiting, and then so in the middle of that lobby, big lobby area, mm-hmm. there's a, a really creepy statue of Michael Jordan. Yes, I know what you're talking um, about. <laughs> but then it's. There's like uh, floors above it, and then like like around the perimeter of like the 
ground and the ceiling, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. they have like these LED screens. Mm-hmm. And so at one point it had Backstreet Boys DNA and then I had the picture of them. And so I was like waiting for it because then in between it would have like some stupid like advertisement for a steakhouse or something. Yeah. Um, so I was waiting for that so I could take the picture. But then like twice, right before I was ready to do it, somebody would ask if I could take their picture oh. with their mom in front of the thing. So I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I never got that picture, unfortunately, because ah. I was busy taking pictures for other people. Oh, <laughs> you were doing a good deed, a mitzvah. A mitzvah. Yeah. That's what my mom would say. Yes. A mitzvah. Mm-hmm. Good deed. Um, um, they may, Yeah, I literally, okay, so, so my second thing of that I said was their vocals, and I've only cried one time when they performed, and that was on the cruise when they sang Safest Place to Hide, and I bawled like a baby. Well, as I mentioned previously, like the song Breathe with that they do a cappella mm-hmm. um, reminds me of, you know, my ex John who passed away. Mm-hmm. So when they sang that, it sounded exactly like the album. I cried so hard. And then like Isabel turns to me and then she hugs me and she's like, it's okay. John's right inside your heart. And then I cried even harder because she said <laughs> that. Oh God. It was like heavily crying. And then I was, I was like, damn you child for making me cry more. But it was so, oh, so amazing. And then later on, they did all I have to give. And I, for some reason, felt like John was there saying like this, like he was like dedicating this song to me, which is not anything we've ever talked about, but I felt that. And then I cried some more during All I Have to Give. So it was, which I've never cried for All I Have to Give. I was like, I thought incomplete for sure. I'd be a ball. Show me the meaning. Probably. But no, All I Have to Give was the one that I cried for. So, yeah. After this tour is done. Mm-hmm. How many Olympic-sized swimming pools do you think could be filled with the tears that people have cried at this show for this year? 18, maybe? Probably. 18 Olympic-sized pool filled with the fans' tears. Probably. It was so good. Um, The third thing was the visuals were unbelievable. Like, whoever was in charge of doing the visuals for their show, like, just fucking killed it. They had, even even before the show, it was great because they had those big signs where it was the Backstreet Boys um, in the Don't Go Breaking My Heart video, mm-hmm. and then it was a picture of them, and then they move a certain way every few seconds. So you'd, like, see them move from one position to the other, and it was so cool. Just, I've never see, really seen that before. And then they had... Um, when they opened the show, it was the Backstreet Boys, like, in this, like, futuristic, looking like superheroes type of thing. Um, like, they had a cape or whatever it was, and different, like, looks of theirs. And then, um, then as it segued into the dance, which I made us just rewatch, I really enjoyed the visuals right before they did, like, the dance medley of, like, everybody, it's gotta be you, um... That's the way I like it. And they had them doing these, like, a remix, basically, um, in different colors. And I can't even describe it, but just visually it was amazing. So I really liked seeing that. And then when they did the slow songs, too, 
they had this really beautiful visual where it was like a Backstreet Boys Productions, like it was a movie, and it was like waterfalls and just just really incredible visuals that I felt like they put so much attention into the entire show, like from the 32 songs that they picked, from the vocals, from the choreography, from the like videography, everything was just very well thought out and just put, it just really did feel like a large show. So I think it was like my third thing. The fourth thing I love was basically, um, oh my God, just how close we were to the stage. It was just amazing. I have had some close seats. I think this was one of the best ever. So we are on the left side of the stage and they had, they have obviously the stage and then they have the little octagon where the pit is in the middle and they can be on the left and the right side. That was a smart thing that they did. I love that they could be a little bit more outside. And because of that, like, we were right there. I mean, we would be considered what was, like, maybe second row, if that. Um, but we were right there, and they were just standing in front of us. And, like, I could see, first of all, we just talk about how buff Brian's arms were. Did you see Brian's arms? Like, they were fucking buff. I mean, like, they were very ripped. I was like... Brian's arms, Sarah. He's like, he's got some shape going on there. But you could see their wrinkles. You could see, like, their, like, everything. The sweat, it was so close. So close. Um, and then the final thing that I loved was just, like, having to see my 14-year-old niece experience this for the very first time with, like, the same set of eyes that I had. So it was, like, really cool to, like, see her fangirl, like, just as much as, like, I did for the first time. And I remember, like, because I said, like, you know, it was around her birthday. So I was like, okay, you know, like, I'll get you whatever you want for your birthday. And then she's like, but you got me these concert tickets. And I'm like, okay, well, ha Merry Christmas. I'll get you whatever merchandise you want. So she got the bomber jacket, which was so cool. It had, like, the BSB DNA. And it was black, you know, black, red, blue, mm -hmm. not blue, uh, black, white, and red on the outside. And when you flipped it over, it was their image on the inside. Mm -hmm. So you could wear it both ways. So she really wanted that one, and it was the most expensive. And she's like, don't worry about it, don't worry about it, I don't want it, I don't want it. And I'm like, if you had to pick anything, what would you pick? And she's like, the jacket. I was like, all right, I'll get you the jacket. And she's like been wearing it ever since. She's so in love with it. But then to see her also like in the audience, like in the audience, she's like, I'm so happy I'm here and singing along to all the songs and seeing how excited she was. And then at the end, when the boys came down into that little space we talked about, she uh, got to, she was like, uh, and then hearing her talk like I would talk, she's like, oh my God, Taylor, I grabbed Brian's wrist. I grabbed his watch. I was holding on to his watch. I'm like, what are you trying to mug him for crying out loud? She's like, I grabbed his wrist and then I like, he like grabbed my hand and then Kevin came by and I was trying to say something to Kevin, but Kevin didn't know what I was saying. And oh my God, like Kevin's so sweet. And then someone else was signing something for him. And I saw all of them and then how he looked at me and Nick pointed at me and AJ saw me. Oh my God. And it was, it was great. I just love the enthusiasm just from her alone. She had such a great time. Yeah. So I've unpacked all my tour stuff. Tell me all your thoughts on the tour, you know, the show all together that I, that we didn't talk about. Cause I'd go on for hours, but I won't. <laughs> um, obviously my favorite part was, um, uh, 
Oh, now I'm blanking on the name of the song. But it's the one that sounds like the Rihanna song. Oh, damn it. Is that on their new album? Yeah. Um, what, like, Passionate? Uh, no, no, no. Oh, wait, wait, wait. The, oh, I, hold on. I know exactly. The one that Nick sang as a solo, where it's, uh, uh, hold on. Oh, while I'm putting that up, listeners, if you have not had a chance to check out our three Carter series, um, it is really good stuff. The first episode is the interview with Lori. Uh, well, technically, the first part is um, we talk about his solo albums. The second one is the Lori interview, which talks about her like personal relationship with Nick. And then the third one is all the reality shows. So if you ha- get a chance, check out uh, our three Carter series, The Way It Was. That's the one you're thinking of. The Way It Was. Yeah. That was very good. It was very, very good. Um, also, uh, when I was in the bathroom pooping, oh, some women came in, and then, because the oh, women's okay. bathroom was, like, was packed, yes, yes, so it they was. were in there, and then when I left the stall, they gave me a weird look, like, why was I pooping in the men's bathroom? <laughs> uh, so that was great. <laughs> Also, cool. the beer was like twelve bucks. Yeah, that was not great. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> well, um, okay. Larger than life. I've never really been particularly hot on that song, but after seeing it live, I love it. Really? Yeah. That was like the most surprising performance for you. You were like, I've always thought it was like it's an okay song, but they have better songs. But I really like it. Like now, now it's like a song that like I. Catch myself humming every Aww. <laughs> um. Yeah. But yeah, just um, what an incredible time to be alive. <laughs> it was. It was great. Did <laughs> when you saw them in person, like, did you feel like because you did? Okay, so you were so excited. I remember you like kept like hitting me in the back. You were super excited, right. like. And you were and so thrilled and like genuinely so, but like when you saw them like in person, like what were you thinking? Like what came into your head seeing them in person for the first time after like not even just like hearing all my hype, doing this podcast for a year, sure. growing into like what I believe is some sort of now appreciation for them, mm. and now seeing them for the first time in person, like what thoughts came into your mind? You know, it's funny because you talk about. I mean, you hear. I mean, I didn't listen to them, listen to them like you yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. Like, fans who have, like, been with them for, since they came out. But, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm obviously, if you don't know how much Backstreet Boys knowledge I've had prior to this, it's all <laughs> in episode one, so listen to that. <laughs> Good plug. Um, but, I mean, within the past year, I've actually listened to whole albums. Uh, and it's... It's interesting kind of like exploring like a music that you appreciate and the songs that you like, but I guess it was, I guess I'm trying to figure out how to describe it. Just like something that doesn't necessarily fit with your identity of what you choose to listen to, you know? Yeah. But like, honestly, I love the DNA album. I've listened to it multiple times. Oh, yay. Um, (laughs) And actually, the yeah, no place actually has grown on me a little bit. Yes, 
but it's, victory. <laughs> but like I said, it's still like a country ass song, so I'm not that hot on it. Okay. Uh, but and I actually listeners, like the, I actually uh, go to really, our DNA review episode to see oh, more on that. Yeah. I actually do really like the last song on that album. Okay. Uh, what's that? What's that okay. Is that it? Yeah. yeah. As long as yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. As long. I like that one. That it sounds like a tourist, <laughs> like um, what are those? Like a cruise video, a tropical cruise video. Oh, I hope they put that. You know, if they do a cruise. That's what it sounds like. Like the vibe of it. Yeah. But very like tropical. I really like it. And AJ has some really country esque vocals on mm-hmm. that song too. Um, and I just realized that I knew who it was. When I was thinking about those vocals, I was like, oh, those are AJ's. So I can kind of, like, pick them out now. Oh, yeah. Look I mean, that. I think I can pick out AJ more than the rest of them when I'm just listening to it. Yeah. Because his, I think his just sounds the most distinct to me. Yeah, AJ just has the most distinct. I think Nick and AJ have the most distinct. Well, AJ or, for sure. You know, Nick is also pretty easy for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just seeing talking about these guys for a year and mm-hmm. then seeing them live and it was like never thought I'd be there <laughs> and it was great oh god <laughs> yay um that was all that I hoped for <laughs> it's almost 5 30 yes is there any last stuff you want to touch on uh, about the show or you know the show had some really good I mean they have great uh, I think overall like what makes them so successful is their chemistry. They have such great chemistry as a group. I think that uh, resonated on tour with them. Um, for those who did not get to see their tour, um, you can find some full concert footage from Milan if you go on YouTube. Um, I think it's Backstreet Boys Spain uh, that posted the video um, up there of their like full concert. So. Um, if you feel like you've missed out and you totally did, uh, you know, check it out there. Uh, it's some really good footage. Um, but I think, yeah, overall, like, there's so many things I could touch on and spend hours talking about. But I think those are definitely the highlights of the show. And, again, my niece walked away an even bigger fan than she was before. So I always just love it when everyone else has a good time. Of course, I had a great time. But, yeah, that was fun. I would, I would definitely go again. Uh, the next time they come back. I even wanted to go to like a different state to go see it because I know we talked about going to like Minneapolis or something like St. Louis. Yeah, yeah. Which almost worked if it had been the day after and not on the Friday because that was the first day back in probably one of the most hectic weeks of my life. Yeah. Um, And... Yeah, I mean, we probably would have never been there until, or wouldn't have made it until like midnight if we had went to work. Well, we should have just called off. I don't know. We should have said we were, you know, (laughs) working from home. (laughs) (laughs) That works for you, but for me, it's really funny. I'm going to use that, though. I'm going to use that. I'm gonna uh, work from home yeah. today. I'm just not feeling well. I'm gonna work from home today. <laughs> I'm gonna see how that goes. I'll probably get a phone call instead of a text response. 
That'd be good. That'd be good. Um, which I was ready to, you know, buy those tickets and say, "Hey, you we're were, going. yeah, <laughs> yeah." I know you were. Um, but it was on a Friday, and this would have been too yeah. shitty. Um, so ironically enough, not ironic, but like, so a friend of ours, um, passed away, was a huge, huge Backstreet Boys fan. She passed away a month ago, actually like three months after that concert. So she texts me, she texts me, uh, she, sorry, she died three days after that concert in Chicago. And she texts me that as at the show and she's like, where are you sitting? And I'm like, oh, no. She's like, I'm in row 300. Where are you? I'm like, oh, I'm in the front row. She's like, oh, which section? I'm like, no, no, no. The front row. You should come. And she's like, oh, we should come down to see you. I was like, yes, you should. They're great. And I sent her a picture. Um, and she was a huge Backstreet Boys fan. And then uh, she passed away three days later. Um, and just like the sweetest person. But I, I was... I was glad that she at least got to see them at that show before she passed. And when she did pass and we were at her funeral, um, I played on my phone, show me the meaning of being lonely because she loved that song. And I put it right by her casket so she could listen to them one last time. Nice. Um, but I, I want to dedicate this episode to Jessica. She's the one who passed away. So I dedicate this episode to her. And um, I think we should end it on that note. Well, um, uh, we have some more episodes coming out. Uh, this one is the 20th episode, so if you're listening to this one right now, there are 19 more ahead of it for you to listen to before you listen to this one. Yeah. Um. Catch up. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, check oh. us out on Twitter. And so, obviously, you're hearing us possibly through SoundCloud or Spotify or iTunes. Um, we do a lot of stuff on Twitter. We do a lot of stuff on Instagram and some stuff on Facebook. But those are all the places where you can find us. So check us out there. Recommend us to all your friends and tell us what you think. Uh, I just checked our stats last week and we have listeners from Iran and China and Bolivia and I mean the United States especially and Canada. But we have people all over the world who check us out. So thank you to everyone around the world who, who listens to this podcast. I'm shocked and in awe of it. But thank you, thank you. Um, and that's it. Have a wonderful week. One there. Goodbye. See ya. <laughs> I'm not going to get into the full story, but I just think the listeners need to know that the context of the, the fighting was because of bringing us water. I just want to throw, like, nothing of anything else of, like, just bringing us water, like, led to that snowball effect. Like, not even, like, calling names or anything like that. I'm like, how does this happen? Right. <laughs> anyway, go on. <laughs>